Andrew's just talking about Bomberman and I'm just hearing Bomberman every couple of sentences and it all kind of mixed together. And then you said brain in a jar. Who's a brain in a jar? I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. <laughs> We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences for being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Are you guys ready for this weird horny adventure that we're all about to go on? You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hello and welcome to Debate This, a show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how Near Replicant has joined the likes of Sonic Adventure 2 and The Last of Us in the subgenre of video games that I love that absolutely suck to play. <laughs> I've never played that game. I had to kind of put series. that together a little bit, but mm -hmm. why? What? Huh? Um, so I'll explain that a little bit. So Near Replicant is a JRPG. Uh, it is a, a remaster of a game called Near that came out 10 years ago. It is part of the Near franchise. Duh. Uh, it's a prequel to Near Automata, which is like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, you guys would hate it. I'm just going to tell you. You have a magic book and you have, that has the power of God and, God and anime on its side. Um, and it fucking sucks <laughs> to play, but the story and the music is really good. Um, the last of us, everyone loves fucking loves the last of us. I think that game is a bummer to play and I would have really rather it been a movie. So I, what I originally had here was you aren't alone uh, in that from what yeah, I see on yeah. Twitter. Good the, news. Isn't it going to be a TV show? I it's going to be a, thing. HBO's got the rights to it. I, what I originally had here was games that could have been an email. <laughs> 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 Every month we bring you a new flavor text dreamed up from the minds of our wonderful, perfect Patreon patrons. The terms of this dark pack that we have signed dictate that for the low price of $50 one time, we cram in our collective brains everything we can about a given topic and then vomit that information out to you, our dear listener, in audio format. That said, today's episode is commissioned by self-proclaimed nerd curator and resident One Piece subject matter expert, Tommy, <laughs> uh, also known as Hoomstradamus on our Discord. And hey, if you want to dictate whatever fresh hell we dive headfirst into next, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash debate this cast. Speaking of fresh hells, we're <laughs> heading out of one literal hell and diving back into a new metaphorical one. A hell made up of a series of vague mazes littered with inflatable monsters and oh so many explosives. Today we're going to talk about Bomberman, which is... <laughs> I would imagine one of those game series that everyone kind of knows about, but also has no idea how deep it actually goes. Uh, so I'm going to need help finding my way to the surface. Therefore, I've called in some help from the likes of Kyle, Gary Bomber Harper, uh, Todd, Dr. Mook Thomas, and, and Matt, God Header Cole. Now, I'm just going to say, one of those things is not like the other things. Yeah. yeah Gar Gary Bomber from Lubbock, from Lubbock Texas. <laughs> Honestly, uh, now yeah. that I reread the list, none of these things are like the other things. Yeah. So Bomberman has a lot of like one-off villains. They're all one-off villains. I see. Yeah. Okay. Nothing, nothing remarkable about them. Um, so guys, as we usually do with the flavor text, why don't we start by going around the horn and telling me what you already know about Bomberman. 
Uh, I'll start. I've played Bomberman like a couple of times. I couldn't tell you which Bomberman. Yeah, it was 3D ish. But okay. I mean, it's still the like 2D. Like it's it's Bomberman. I Bomberman is a game like <laughs> Tic Tac Toe is a game. It's just Bomberman. Um, just Bomberman. So I've played probably a couple of different Bomberman games, but there's one specifically that I remember that I feel like might have been for the GameCube. But I I'm not confident enough in that. Um, I know the concept. That's it. That's all I got. Um, I have also played a Bomberman. I think it was included in like a a GBA like classic games collection that had like ten arcade style games on one cartridge. Um, it was fine. Uh, Matt, you might have pl- it might have been Bomberman sixty four. I think that was like one of the more popular releases of Bomberman that our age yeah. would have, would be familiar with. I definitely um, know Bomberman 64, but that wasn't the one I played. I no. think that there was a similar like Pac-Man arcade pack or yeah. something that I played That's, Bomberman on. Most um, likely one of the many GameCube collection discs. Yeah. It's, it's always been a game that I've tried, failed miserably at, and been like, this might be fun to come back to later when I'm when I'm more bored and have more time to figure out what's actually going on. And then I never did. Yep. Um, I was pretty sure that I played one of the Game Boy Advance Bombermans, but it could have also Bombers Men. Mm -hmm. Um, But it could have also been a game. It was a handheld. It was a Nintendo handheld. Um, I don't know much beyond that, though, as far as like what what I did not play any of the 3D bomber bombers mans just a handheld over the top blow up blow up the other people sure yeah i mean prior prior to this research my my experience was very similar um i've i know bomber man you walk around the maze you blow up the bombs you escape the little the the star the star explosion um uh weirdly enough we've talked about uh we go to the portland retro games festival well obviously not this year but we will be going next year um there is an arcade room and that game is always is is always really popular because it's one that everybody knows and it's just like a really good like couch co-op or couch multiplayer game very much like in the in the smash brothers vein so i've yeah i mean i've played it uh, i had played it enough um but man oh man we're gonna we're gonna get into it uh so before let before we talk about Bomberman, let's first just quickly talk about the house that built Bomberman, Hudson Soft. Now, there's a name that you guys, again, you've probably seen. It's the logo with the little B, and it's going... Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Hudson Soft is kind of like uh, um, How Laboratory in that it's one of these Japan developers that has been around forever that has created a lot of memorable things that like you know, but you don't really know that you know. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's talk about, so Hudson soft originally founded in Japan, 1973, originally, originally as a radio shop, uh, believe it or not. And they started selling personal computer products, uh, and then their own video games. They just started making their own video games. So this was just like a normal ass retail shop. Um, Hudson was making just like games by the dozen. And, uh, they, they finally hit it big w- in 1984 with load runner, which again, you may have heard of that before. Um, and Load Runner eventually went on to the Famicom. This became Nintendo's, uh, because of its success, um, Hudson became officially became Nintendo's first third-party software vendor, which, again, at the time, this was, this was a big deal. Um, one year later, 
uh, Hudson released Bomberman for the Famicom in 1985. And if you don't know, Famicom is the is the Japan version of the NES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So Bomberman comes out in 1985. Cool. Awesome. 1987, Hudson collaborates with Japanese PC developer NEC to develop the PC Engine, which American listeners may know better as the Turbo Graphics that was released in North America. So if you've heard of the Turbo Graphics, that was created by Hudson. That was kind of the one of the first big competitors to the NES in America. Okay. Um, that said, it fell very short to the NES. It was actually, it did pretty well. Uh, the PC Engine did pretty well in Japan. It was actually second in the market. Um, obviously, the Famicom was still, you know, still by and large number one. But in the Western markets, fell pretty short to the Genesis, which if, uh, came out the, uh, what was, it was the PC Master or Master System, I think it was. Um, and then the uh, Genesis, Oh, Mega Drive, sorry. Mega Drive, then the Genesis. Um, SNES came out in 91. SNK released the Neo Geo a, a year later. So Turbo Graphics never really, never really hit it off uh, in the Western markets. Um, so Hudson, definitely, Bomberman, I'd say, is Hudson's large, longest-running franchise. Um, its other big franchise, you may remember Bonk or Bonk's Adventure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Grumps famously did a playthrough of that, which, was, which is really fun. Uh, that game so there was i think four or five games that came out there was one that came out for the super nintendo the flagship title for the turbo graphics was bonk's adventure which was i think the first okay. one or the first huh. big one yep um after the turbo graphics uh hudson would not release another console that was their only one uh so after the turbo graphics they opted to develop software for other japan console makers nintendo sega and sony um, so as years went on, uh, Hudson found themselves in some financial troubles after a, a, a stock market, a stock market crash in the early two thousands, Hudson went public in 2000, um, and Konami actually became their largest shareholder about a year later. Um, that created the slippery slope, uh, that led to Konami eventually being their majority shareholder shareholder in 2005 and then fully acquiring Hudson Soft in 2011. So I should say Hudson Soft does not exist anymore. Uh, oh. Hudson Soft was fully liquidated uh, mm. in 2012, um, completely absorbed under Konami. So now Konami officially owns the rights to all of Hudson Soft's uh, games and franchises and, and IPs. So I should be writing Konami about the Bonk's Adventure sequel. I That's so correct. Desperately <laughs> yeah. want. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. You, so you can expect a Bonk's Adventure pachinko machine to come out. Um, so I looked through the list of Hudson Soft games because I was trying to figure out what game I knew Hudson Mario Soft Party. from. Uh, no, there was a different one, actually. It was the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color, which was oh. a cartridge that I think I played until the battery died. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. That was a I good game. recently I recently replayed a ROM of that a few times during quarantine. If yeah. you want, if anyone so, wants to know how my quarantine went. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so the reason I brought up HAL Laboratory, which is of course the creators of Kirby and Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of similarities. And again, like they have created a lot of games for Nintendo, a lot of like what would can be considered first party games are using first party franchises in Nintendo games. Most importantly, Mario Party. So Hudson Soft created Mario Party. And you're gonna see a lot of that DNA here, and we've seen some of the Bomberman spin-off games. Speaking of spin-off games, I learned something. Now, now tell me, guys, before we get into it, how many games do you think? How many Bomberman games, if you had to guess, would you say that there are to date or that have been created to date? Can you give uh, me the year of the first one? 1983. 
Okay. Oh. I was going to say, like, yeah, a dozen was going to be where my guess is. The way you're leading makes me think that's not the number, so I'm going to double it. Yeah, I I was going to say, I'll be ballsy and I'll say 25. 81. 81 is the answer. (laughs) What? (laughs) There are 81 (laughs) fucking Bomberman games. Nearly Um, seven dozen Bomberman games. How how many Mario titles? So just there. to put it that in perspective, great question, Kyle. Now, Mario, I Googled this right before we, we started recording. For reference, there are about 40 Legend of Zelda games, and that's including main series and spinoffs. There okay. are, by that same logic, there are about 100 Sonic games, and there are about 250 Mario games. So, oh, wow. And, okay. and these are, this is games like, this is counting like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Like yeah, that sure. Kind of yeah, yeah. Sure. This does not count collections and re-releases. Gotcha. That but puts... It's- Bomberman yeah. so much higher in the list of like repeated yeah. IP characters than I Again, never would have put him. There are a hundred Sonic games. Yeah. 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 How many? Wow. Um, how do you know how many like Tetris games there are? Because Tetris is what See, I that's put. a hard that's hard because Tetris is technically in the public uh, domain. So yeah. mm. that it, it, that number is probably way higher. So that what does 81 represent? Now, I will say most of a lot of those are japan exclusives um out of that 81 48 of them were actually released in the u.s that's still um, a, a that's lot still, yeah a that's fuck a ton lot. of bomberman games yeah. yeah absolutely now that counts main mainline quote-unquote mainline series uh handheld like portable like gba uh, Game Boy stuff um it also includes a couple arcade titles some mobile games and then there are a lot of spin-off games which we'll talk about so um let's get into it bomberman uh, also, there's an anime series, which we'll talk about. Great. <laughs> Good. Of so, course. Um, we oh, have... man, they did Bloody Roar. Sorry, I'm still reading yeah, through the list of Hudson Soft games. Yeah, they did Bloody Roar and Primal <laughs> Fury as well. That's another big one. It's like yep. one of my favorite GameCube games. All right. Anyway, Bomberman, game. go for no, it. No, it's a great game. So, okay. So, as we do with the flavor text, there is an image gallery uh, in the show notes. For those of you listening, you'll get an Im- uh, imager link, um, and I will call out the numbers as we go through them. So, let's start with Bomberman. Now, this is not one word Bomberman. This is Bomber Space Man uh, that was released in 1983. <laughs> so this is kind of the precursor to Bomberman. Um, you will see an image number one. It's just a dude in a hat. It's, yeah. just, a, it's, just, a, it's just a boy in a hat. Uh, so this was the, the quote-unquote original. Now, to be fair, this started the idea of, like, man has bombs in maze. Um, interestingly enough, this was... This was uh, go ahead, Kyle. You know, you know what I, where I realized I played most of my Bomberman? On a TI-83 graphing calculator. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, so this was not released in the U.S. Um, this was only released in Japan and actually uh, the PAL regions and the EU, EU regions. Um, but it was released in Europe as Eric and the Floaters. Um, and this is because there was a, a weird, because of the name Bomberman, there was some concern that it would be tied to the 1984 Heathrow Airport bombing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and again, the 80s was a different time. Yeah, um, sure. Next, the next year, uh, uh, Hudson released 3D Bomberman, 3D Bomber Spaceman, which is actually just a rework of the original game, but in first person. Oh, <laughs> which oh like, no. like so plays like, like Wolfenstein. Yeah, I was just going to yeah, say like Wolfenstein. But, but it's Bomberman. So you have to remember where you're going and remember where you put a bomb. Where you dropped your bombs. Wow, yeah. that sounds awful. Sounds awful. Yeah. So, yeah. So 
so let's move on. Uh, image two shows us Bomberman, one word, Bomberman. Now, this is the official start of Bomberman, released for the Nintendo in Japan in 19, or the NES in 1985, and then released in the US in 1987. This is what you think of when you think of Bomberman. This is our, our titular Bomberman, uh, the white helmet, stubby arms and legs, eyes peeking out, no mouth, little puff ball on top, uh, as you can see in image two. Um, there was a trend at the time for localized box art um, that it, there, we could, you know, go talk about this all day. But this this particular era is no, notorious for box art in the U.S. not matching the game in any <laughs> not making distinguishable any way. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you look at image three, that is the localized box art, which I think is really funny. Awesome. Um, that's, it's cool. That's Samus. It's yeah, it's, that's definitely it's Samus. Like it looks like Metroid, and that's exactly mm -hmm. what they were going for because mm -hmm. these were a lot of like Nintendo of America was was very very conservative and, and afraid that a lot of these games wouldn't sell in the U.S. So they had to Americanize them. Um, another great example is the Mega Man One and Mega Man Two box art. Uh, the latter of which I have hanging up in my <laughs> in my studio. <laughs> um. You know, I don't yep. have it here, but that that's a really fun. That's a really fun. Also met the creator of uh, those box arts. Very cool. Um, so let's talk, talking a little bit about the original Bomberman for the NES. Um, interesting trivia fact: creator Shinichi, uh, Shinichi Nakamoto famously programmed this entire game in seventy-two hours in a seventy-two hour marathon wow. development session. Goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah. which is why it plays so nicely on my TI eighty three graphing calculator. Exactly, <laughs> and and this is and honestly like. When you think about the gameplay of Bomberman, it really hasn't changed that much in 30 years. This is, mm -hmm. I mean, the NES version introduced it to your boy, boy man in a maze, and you, you poop out bombs that blow up after a set amount of time and destroy the monsters. And that formula has been reworked and reworked, but it really hasn't been marginally changed over the years. I mean, that's, that's Bomberman. Um, another interesting trivia point. So I mentioned Load Runner that came out a couple years earlier. The design of Bomberman is actually just a palette swap of the primary enemy used in Load Runner. Nice. Which is kind of funny. Wild. Yeah. Um, so I, you'll notice I didn't talk about lore yet of Bomberman because the lore of Bomberman, there is lore, but the lore of Bomberman is very much like Mega Man where it is, it is contained in each individual game. Okay. So instead of talking about overarching lore and characters, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the lore as it stands in that particular game and how it relates to other ones. Cool. So, that said, according to the game's manual, Bomberman is a robot who is doomed to live in eternity, producing bombs in an underground compound in servitude to mysterious evil forces. He's a slave. <laughs> oh, oh, he's a robot what? slave. So, yep. so you naming the Google document after I have no mouth and must scream <laughs> wasn't just a cute coincidence. But... It was not. <laughs> I have no mouth what? and I must bomb. Uh, <laughs> wow um, but it's actually yep. relevant wow yep, that's the original story um so the 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 game starts and tells you according to a rumor any robot that escapes to the surface can become human <laughs> so you know those rumors that are floating around in a so, damned yep. eternity yep so bomberman escapes to, uh, attempts to escape the mazes to get to the surface to become human and to achieve freedom <laughs> so it's also somehow dante's inferno 
Yeah, basically. Weirdly, yeah. Like okay, backwards yeah. Dante's Inferno. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, also, the Japanese version heavily suggests at the end that Bomberman is actually a prequel to Load Runner, oh. and so much so that the end screen basically tells you, like, you'll see Bomberman again in Load Runner, or see Bomberman, Bomberman in Load Bomberman will return again <laughs> in Load Runner. That's exactly what it is, yep. Uh, so, obviously, like, they retconned that. Bomberman is not a prequel to Load Runner now, but pretty fun. Um, all right, so let's move on. So let's talk about the next game is Bomber Boy, and we're gonna go. I'm gonna talk about all main series. I'm putting in air quotes main series and like portables, like Game Boy versions. Um, so you won't talk, we'll about, talk about like the the seventy Correct. mobile v- pachinko versions of Correct. Bomberman. Uh, we'll, okay. we'll cover spinoffs later. Uh, so the next one is Bomber Boy, which was originally released in Japan uh, for the Game Boy in 1990. Um, interestingly enough, re-released as Atomic Punk in the North in North America and as Dino Blaster in the EU. And those are images four and five of the box arts um, reskinned again. Atomic Punk is a little edgier, trying to yeah, you know, trying to get to that U.S. audience. Um, Dino Blaster is a more is like it's like Lilat Wars versus Star Fox. You know? I yeah. might have had Dyna or Atomic Punk mm. and not yeah. realized it was a Bomberman so game. So you've probably played a Bomberman game. I, yep. um, it's just the it's just the, the Game Boy version of Bomberman. Um, the the funny thing is though for Atomic, I, I put in Atomic Punk. The story in Atomic Punk is uh you are Atomic Boy saving the world of Atomica from the evil Nukies with the help <laughs> of your father, Bomberman. Oh uh, okay. Well, you know what they say. They do it all for the Nukies. There, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Excellent. Good. Uh, all right. So we've got the next one, Bomberman, introduced or uh, released for the Turbo Graphics in 1991. Um, so I will let me just like overarching say again, the gameplay of Bomberman does not change very much over time. Um, so unless I say otherwise, assume it's uh, aerial view, boy in maze, blowing up bombs cool mm-hmm. some some swapped items and upgrades and yeah i mean again the and, core gameplay like super bomberman r that came out in 2017 is the same fucking game like yeah. it's it's you have a bunch yeah. of characters you get a bunch you get power-ups that affect the way that your bombs blow up you have to go through the mazes and kill the monsters like that's that's it baby you know what if it ain't broke <laughs> don't fix it so uh bomberman released for the turbo graphics again this was hudson soft's first console only console um, it introduced the black Bomberman. So until this point, we only had Bomberman, who is the, again, the eponymous white colored Bomberman. But since that time, we're going to start introducing other colors of Bombermen. Uh, so this introduced the black Bomberman. Funny enough, for a while, black Bomberman was the bad guy. Um, oh. Now you can see why that's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> so black Bomberman was originally, was created by Dr. Mitsumori. I don't have a lot of information on Dr. Mitsumori because he doesn't come up again, but apparently he also created white Bomberman. However, that was later retconned as him being created by Dr. Ein, E-I-N, which we'll talk about later. So Dr. Mitsumori doesn't really matter. Um, black Bomberman was think about kind of like the proto man to white Bomberman's Mega Man. You know, sure. Yeah, uh, he was he was created to, quote, think and act independently, which it means, of course, that he goes he breaks bad and goes berserk and kidnaps Dr. Mitsumori's daughter, holds her prisoner at the top of a mechanical castle that's littered with monsters, you know, as you do. <laughs> as you do. I, I have a really potentially dumb question that I really need answered. Um, sure. Is Dr. Mitsumori a fictional character or a real character? <laughs> or a real oh, sorry, fictional, <laughs> fictional character. Excellent question. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, a fictional character. 
Um, so again, core mechanics of Bomberman, you go through a series of mazes. There's like a, there's like a, an end boss at each level. So the games need a reason to give you end bosses. So this game's end series of end bosses are the other colors of Bomberman. So Black Bomberman, with Black Bomberman comes the Black Bomberman gang, which is comprised of <laughs> Red Bomberman, Blue Bomberman, Green Bomberman, and Yellow Bomberman. They really workshopped that name. They yeah. sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and again, these are uh, palette swaps that come up later and later. They're after after a couple of games, they're they're retconned as al- White Bomberman's allies, but for now, they're bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next one we have Bomberman 2, released for the, the NES in Japan, 1991, in America, 1993. Uh, also released as Dyna Blaster in the EU, but dropped the Atomic Punk in, in the US. Um, the story here is White Bomberman catches Black Bomberman robbing a bank. Uh, Black, Black gets away while White is arrested in Black's place. So now White Bomberman must escape from prison and catch Black Bomberman to prove his innocence. Oof. <laughs> Dang. Uh, on the same year, uh, Bomberman was released for the arcade. Uh, again, released as Atomic Punk in uh, the the in NA in North America and as Dino Blaster in the EU. Um, this was the first introduction of Red Bomberman. I, the timeline's a little weird because these are all coming out the same year, but this came before the Turbo Graphics one. Okay. Um, he was called Bomberman Two in this one. Oh. <laughs> um, these are there's only a couple arcade titles, but I love the so the stuff that's like written on the machine that gives you all the story. I, I think mm. these are really funny, so I'm just gonna read it verbatim. Uh, <clears throat> quote: In the year 2091, robot contests have gained popularity. <laughs> Bomberman and King Bomber have become the best robot team in the world. One day, King Bomber turns and suddenly attacks mankind. (laughs) All of mankind at once? That's a lot. Uh, Bomberman and his brother, Bomberman 2, must confront King Bomber and defend the people. If only we had hadn't made robot contests so popular. Robot contests is doing so much work in that (laughs) that paragraph, and I love it. Uh, One year later, Bomberman World was released to the arcade as a sequel to the arcade title. Uh, the, The lore on the side of the machine in this one. King Bomber tried to reform himself, but has reverted to his evil ways. He he issued <laughs> he issued orders to his robot armies throughout the world. This time, he created chaos by taking control of the UN building. <laughs> oh God! What? The Bomberman brothers thus began their ultimate battle to save the world from an evil takeover. There you go. King King Bomber is a flag smasher confirmed. Yep. <laughs> his intentions are unknown. Uh, all right. Meanwhile, we'll go back to the Turbo Graphics. We've got Bomberman '93 that released in Japan in 1992 and released in the U.S. in '93. Um, the story here: Black Bomberman is still bad. Black Bomberman has stolen seven chips from the Pan Galactic Bureau's mother computer. Yes, sure. What? And, yep. Yep. <laughs> and so the Pan Galactic Police Force sends their number one detective, Bomber Cop. <laughs> what? Like I said, these are all self-contained stories. I don't know. Ninety-two. I guess. I guess that would have been after RoboCop ca- um, swept yeah. the zeitgeist. So yeah. that's where that came from. There you go. These like single paragraph descriptions of the stupid game are so good. They're so yep. good. Uh, all right. So that's that ends the the eight bit era. So let's move on to sixteen bit. We've got the first game for the Super Nintendo Super Bomberman, released in nineteen ninety three uh, across all countries. Black Bomberman is officially retconned from White Bomberman's arch enemy to more of a friendly rival or reluctant hero. I have here the Falco to his fox, if you will. The Meta Knight to his Kirby. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we've got the evil Carrot Diamond and his sidekick, Dr. Mook. There you go. <laughs> uh, plot to steal Bomberman's advanced combat capabilities. Also, just for the record, anytime I just say Bomberman, assume I'm also talking about the white Bomberman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they plot to steal Bomberman's advanced combat capabilities. They create a fake Bomberman to go to his hometown of Peacetown to kidnap the real Bomberman. <laughs> However, Black Bomberman sees through this ruse, but is ultimately defeated by the fake Bomberman. He escapes the fake Bomberman from captivity. He escapes captivity from the fake Bomberman and warns White Bomberman. And then the two travel together to take down Carrot Diamond. That's it. The things like Peacetown. Peacetown. It's like they put a they yeah. put a placeholder. And here, yep. like, no, we'll rename that later. And then it was like, oh, shit, it's release date. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. It's Peace the, Town now. The lore, the lore works like Mega Man in that there is not an arc, arc, one arc story, but there are some returning characters. But the lore is as convoluted as Kirby in that everything is just placeholders. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, yeah. like, I'm sure Peace Town in the original Japanese is also like a lovely word that doesn't sound Mm -hmm. super basic like peace town. And then localization happened and like, it means peace town. Localization is a hell of a drug. Yeah. It doesn't, the thing is it doesn't get better. (laughs) Sure. Why would it? No. Localization Uh, costs a lot of money. So you may remember uh, the turbo graphics at this point was pretty much defunct. Um, So this was at the point where Hudson was just developing the software. So we've got the super series going on the super Nintendo. And then they were also making games at this time for the mega drive slash the Genesis. The mega drive was the gen was the NES version. The Sega is like NES competitor. Um, And then the Genesis obviously was the SNES competitor. So then we have Bomberman 94. Um, this was originally released for Japanese-only PCs and then re-released as Mega Bomberman for the Sega consoles. Now, this one's important because it introduces a lot of the series' staples, um, one of which is Begura, which uh, he's pictured on as Image 6. Uh, Begura is the probably the most primary antagonist of the Bomberman series. He appears again and again. The funny thing about Begura, though, he, he has a different name <laughs> in every game just sure. because of just because of translation errors so he's like bagula bagman professor bagura um <laughs> professor like bagoo or bagoo or something like professor bagoo i, I like know. that one a lot <laughs> yeah but he's he's in the wiki is bagura so that's the name i'm gonna use um he he's like he's your dr wiley basically okay um it also introduces Planet Bomber, so Peace Town is gone, and now Planet Bomber is where mm-hmm. Bomberman lives, which is the planet that is shaped like Bomberman's head. You have all definitely seen Planet Bomber, I guarantee. That is home of the Bomberman. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing that this one introduced are the Rui, later named the Louis, the Louis, Louis, which again, like translation shit. Uh, these are Bomberman's Bomberman's kangaroo companions, and this is shown in Image Seven. They're the Yoshi's. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Bomberman's kangaroo companions. That's sure. amazing. Yep. Uh, so the story behind Bomberman 94 is Begura and his evil robot army appeared on planet Bomber uh, by way of an artificial comet. Uh, they destroyed the spirit pictures, which are the source of power for the five spirits that protect the planet. Sure. Um, because they were destroyed, this split the planet into five chunks. So Bomberman is your five levels. Um, Bomberman must reassemble the spirit pictures and defeat Bagura's robot army. And uh, 
so then we're going to go back to the Super Series. We've got Super Bomberman 2, which came out in 94. This introduced the five dastardly bombers. <laughs> Uh, which right. again, like any any reason to have five sub uh, sub world bosses, uh, they'll yep. take. I'm not going to go through all of the the villains, but I do want to talk about the dastardly bombers because they come up a couple times. Uh, we've got magnet bomber, golem bomber, pretty bomber, brain bomber, and plasma bomber. Um, I should also note that this this multiplayer mode introduced gold bomber man, which comes up again and again and has no intrinsic value. It's just a cosmetic reward. So gold bomber man is a big multiplayer thing. Um, but this is the point at which like multiplayer was a was a necessity for any bomber man game. So you would have your story mode, you would have your multiplayer mode, and a lot of these games that I should also note um, had multi tap support. So like four player bomber man is a huge thing. And a lot of these games did allow for four-player Bomberman, even for even with like the NES and the Super Nintendo. Nice. Um, all right, so let's switch a little bit back to the Game Boy. We've got Bomberman GB, um, which was actually released as Wario Blast, featuring Bomberman outside of Japan. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now this was released in '94 in Japan and '95 in America, which you may remember was shortly thereafter of Mario Land 2, which introduced Wario, which was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. So to capitalize on that, they re- they re-released this game as Wario Blast, and I've got an image in uh, as n- image number eight. They just fucking palette swapped Wario. They just threw Wario yep. in a Bomberman wow. game. Yeah, I had this super game. Good. This is yep. one of the ones that I had. You had this one, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Bomberman game, just like Atomic Punk. It's a Bomberman yep. game. You just didn't realize it. Um, the story behind this is Wario just kind of stumbles across the Bomberman world and tries to pillage it, <laughs> which is Great. really funny. I mean, sure, yeah. You would play as Bomberman, and there would just be a number of Wario's on the screen that you had to kill. That's so cool. <laughs> There'd be like a Wario in every corner, and That's you're fun. just like, "All right, here we go." Yep. Uh, so here back go. to Come the on, we've got the third in the Super Bomberman series. Interestingly enough, the only the only the first two supers uh, were introduced in the U.S. So Super Bomberman three and up were Japan exclusives. This also came out in the EU. Um, story with Super Bomberman 3 Bagura is back and is revealed to have created the five dastardly bombers and therefore revives them because he is Dr. Le- Dr. Wily the five <laughs> dastardly bombers dismantle and steal the mother power chip housed in each of the five planets, planets of the bomber nebula which of course includes planet bomber why um, would it not Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, of they're, course. In, <laughs> they're empowering down the network he puts in quotes um <laughs> So white and black Bomberman team up to go take them down. Thus again, your five levels. Um, the Louis are back, or the Ruiz are back as named as Louis, and I think that's canon. So they're Louis now, um, and they can be hatched like hatch from eggs, just like Yoshi's, because Great. they're kangaroos oh, good. from eggs. Okay, sure. sure. Kangaroos are um, mammals. <laughs> that's certainly yep. not true. Uh, Wario Blast did well, so they re- they released a second Bomberman GB, but this one was just called Bomberman GB Two. Um, released in Japan in 95, released in America in 98. This one's fun. Uh, this was just uh, basically a Indiana Jones format. So White Bomberman is called Indi- is called Indie Bomber. Um, I don't have a I don't have an image, but you can look it up. It's it's kind of cute. It's just like what if Bomberman were Indiana Jones? I'm like okay, he's got a huh. whip, and that's the whole that's the whole gimmick is he's got a whip. Okay. Um, Super Mop Bomberman 4 comes out in 96 for the Super Famicom, excuse me, for the Super Famicom only. Um, Bagura survived the beating in SB3, but he exists only as a brain, a floating brain in a machine. Um, he Wait, summoned. Hold on. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm 
had fallen into the point of like Andrew's just talking about Bomberman and I'm just hearing Bomberman every couple of sentences and it yeah. all kind of mixed together. And then you said brain in a jar. Who's yeah, a brain Bagura. in a jar? So Bagura, Dark Dr. Wily, was defeated. He's defeated in every game, but specifically in Super Bomberman 3, he is defeated and comes back in Super Bomberman 4 as a brain in a jar. Okay. So they, they shifted sure. from from ripping off Mega Man to ripping off mm-hmm. Metroid yep. at, yeah. at this point. Okay. Yep. Got it. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, white and black Bomberman go on a time heist. I don't know. They literally go on a time heist. I have no idea. Literally sure. the wiki. The wiki. I, I, and I'm going to quote the wiki. It's like, also all of the levels are in back in time. I see. <laughs> this is a relic of early video games that I so miss where the story is such a afterthought yep. that it's just like time heist. They yep. did one because they had to shut yep. up, play the game. Like, yep. exactly. cool. Don't need any um, more explanation than that. So now we, that brings us to 1996 where the Sega Saturn is officially out. I don't remember exactly. It might've been released in 95. I can't necessarily remember. Um, so uh, the first Bomberman for the Sega Saturn is just called Saturn Bomberman um sega was doing like again if you weren't a sega kid i wasn't but it's important to know that sega was doing some really interesting shit with their consoles um the sega saturn had a had a dial-up uh online service that was offered in japan called the sega netlink um it was very complicated incredibly expensive but it was a thing it allowed you to play online using a dial-up connection um saturn bomberman was officially the first 10 or the first home console version to include 10 person multiplayer um on that's using that sega netlink that's kind of cool wild that's interesting because i remember a big selling point of the dreamcast was that it had the most robust online which you you may also a lot of people remember the ps2's dial or modem uh, broadband capability but yeah dreamcast was also the first broadband uh system there was other like sega was doing like dlc there's a lot of good did you know gamings about it Sega did like had some weird like dlc offer where you could like log in and download games this was in like 97 yeah here's the part of the show where i pitched the book the console wars if you haven't read the console Ah, wars definitely read it yep definitely um so sega or excuse me saturn bomberman is considered a series high point um this also introduced dr ein who i mentioned earlier um he is your dr light figure uh he appears regularly as like the major authority figure of the bomber nebula um and he's shown in image nine he's he's a very little little man i like this guy a lot old man yeah he's Mm -hmm. cute um and then there's also another series staple called uh, in this game he's called mr meanie um he's later later renamed as mujo um he's the bad guy he has unleashed a giant meteor-like monster named krator uh the monster of course had been sealed with the power of a collection of crystals that were held Mm. within a crystal tower now those crystals are gone so bomberman has to go and collect those crystals uh to seal krator back in the tower tower um it should be noted in image 10 mujo he just looks like hulk hogan (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he does. He looks yeah, a good I mean, bit like Hulk Hogan. He's Bomberman's you, Hulk Hogan. If you were, if you weren't putting a Hulk Hogan lookalike in your video games in the early nineties, you, you were you were missing out on, mm-hmm. on right. a subsection is, of customers. He yep. he is Gen X's Mickey Mouse, truly. Yep. <laughs> he's it's it's a Hulk Hogan with sweet sunglasses and some Vegeta shoulder pads. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Hulk Hogan. Uh, he also he's a major yeah. character in the anime. 
Um, the, the level structure in this game was uh, Bomberman has to infiltrate the Meanie Land amusement park. Which is great. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've got the last in the Super Series, Super Bomberman 5, released in 97, only in Japan. Uh, the story with this one does not include Bagura. Um, this is this is uh, the evil Terrorin appears to free the fiendish bombers from Bomber Penitentiary. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, in exchange for their help in conquering the universe. So white and black Bomberman have to stop them. Um, Terrorin just looks like a dumb clock. Big stupid clock. <laughs> Um, he looks like the, the clock man from Diddy Kong Racing. Great. Um, all right, so this is a fun one. So we've got Atomic Bomberman that's released uh, for Windows PC in 1997. This is one of three or four, not, count, not including mobile games, that was only released in the U.S. Now, this one is fun. This is developed and published under Interplay, who you may remember as the creators of Clay Fighter, which is a game I've talked about a while ago on this show. Wow. Interplay yeah. is also the Throwback. original creator of uh, Fallout. Fallout. Fallout mm-hmm. 2. Interplay, oh, no. huge developer in the 90s and huge PC developer. Um, now, we, I shared this YouTube clip with, with the hosts beforehand. I will share this YouTube clip in the notes. If you are listening, I highly suggest <laughs> you follow and watch this video. Boy. Atomic Bomberman is one of the two games that we're going to talk about that tried to be edgy. <laughs> um, this particular Bomberman uh, had a series of voiceover clips that were recorded by none other than TV's Billy West. <laughs> and some, a lot of them were used, but a lot of them weren't. And there is a clip in YouTube that is just these incredibly vulgar voiceovers by Billy West that went into fucking Bomberman. Think things like I'm gonna shit down your neck. <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's just like really aggressive Bomberman. <laughs> and it's like every one of the voices he uses, like it could have been his demo reel for Futurama because yeah. he just cycles <laughs> yeah. through well, all the he voices does, he does. Because because he does a different uh different type yeah. of voice for all eight characters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So definitely check out that YouTube clip. Again, I'll, I will link that in the show notes. Um, also in 97, we have Neo Bomberman releasing for the Neo Geo. Now, this is specifically the Neo Geo MVS, which I guess is an arcade variant. So technically an arcade game. Um, the story is Bagura kept, kidnaps Pretty Bomber, who you may remember as one of the five dastardly bombers. Um, they think it's a ruse. Oops, it's a ruse. Um, Bagura so traps white Bomberman and black Bomberman and sends them to a pocket dimension. Right. What? Next game. <laughs> uh, also in 97, we have Bomberman 64, which was mentioned earlier. Bomberman 64 was a big game. Uh, I rented this game uh, when I was a kid for the Nintendo 64. I had no idea what was going on. Um, this is actually known as Baku Bomberman in Japan, and that's important, but we'll find out why later. So this was, as many of these 64 games, this was the first fully 3D entry. They tried to do a full 3D Bomberman game. If you've seen the latest Bomberman games, you know that Bomberman is not in 3D, and this is exactly why. Um, this, this, <laughs> this is very much like Bomberman's Mega Man Legends, like a game that will mm. never happen ever, ever again that a few people really like, but it's... You know, sure. very, very, very fucky. Um, th- since this was a character-based N64 game, it's a collectathon. Of course. <laughs> <Where it's, laughs> which has sure. the player collecting gold cards that are hidden throughout a series of six worlds. Funny enough, there are 120 cards to find in total, which yeah, you, may that's have, a, you may recognize yep. from other games. Um, 
The story is that a strange fortress one day descends on planet Bomber. Attached to the fortress are pieces of planets conquered by Altair and his masked trio. Who? Sure. Uh, he looks like Meta Knight. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> White Bomber is joined by new ally Sirius, who, twist, turns out to be the big bad. Mm. Uh, he's, he's the Pete from Goof Troop of this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Pete from Goof Troop, we haven't met him yet, but he comes back. Uh, so we, uh, we have the next game for the Sega Saturn, Saturn Bomberman Fight, um, sequel to Saturn, but it's just a multiplayer game. Uh, it's actually, it's a 1v1 fighting game, actually, but it's just like people chucking bombs at each other on like a grid. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at this point, the PlayStation had entered the market, so they released the first Bomberman game for the PlayStation called Bomberman World in 1998. Um, this was uh, something about a long time ago, the ancient Bombermen imprisoned the evil Dark Force bombers in a blue crystal. Um, this is where I started to like not give a shit about the lore. So my <laughs> notes say, ah, dip, Bagura showed up, showed up again. Bomberman got to chase him down and get all them crystals. Who cares? Sorry, sorry Tommy, we got... 75 more of these to get through. Yeah, I got, I got, I got bored. <laughs> uh, the second of the N64 series released called Bomberman Hero, um, released as Bomberman Hero colon Princess Million Rescue in Japan. Um, this one dropped the whole collect-a-thon approach and went back to the traditional like level approach like Bomberman, so compare Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus Super Mario Galaxy, if you will. Um, still a 3D game, and actually, this is one of the few games where Bomberman can actually run and jump. Um, huh. hmm. The reason why, interesting trivia, this was originally designed to be a bonk game. Oh. Uh, yep, that never happened, so this was a, this was a Bomberman game. Uh, the story here is, one day a strange spaceship crashes in the Peace Mountains. Bringing that back. Um, Bomberman finds a strange robot who recounts an attack on the Primus Star by the Garadan Empire. The oh robot, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the robot tells Bomberman that they were able to escape with Primus's Princess Milian, but the Empire had since captured her. So Bomberman sets off to rescue the princess, who just looks like a normal ass human, as you see in image eleven. It's yep. got real New Donk City. Yes. I was going to say, this, this filled me with Sonic 06 vibes. Same. Yeah, that yep. too. Um, there's an interesting, so the, the uh, did you know gaming that I watched about Bomberman comments that there were a lot of similarities to this in Star Wars. Um, there's even like little bits where you, you find Princess Milion and she's laying down on a bed just like she is at the beginning of A New Hope. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the planet of the Garadan Empire just looks like the Death Star with a face on it. <laughs> Great. Cool. Good. Uh, we've got, for the PlayStation, Bomberman Party Edition, released in 98 for Japan, 2000 in America. It's just a remastered version of the original NES one. I don't have other remasters here, but there are a few that are like that are like notable remasters. So there's that first one. And then the final N64 game called Bomberman 64, colon, The Second Attack. Um, even though this is called Bomberman 64, this is more like another game like Hero. Um, this is also the first introduction of Pommy, who comes back a couple more times. He's like a low-rent version of Kirby. Uh, Pommy can transform <laughs> into different things based on the food you feed him. Uh, yeah. Sure. The, the story here is Bomberman is pulled through a black hole. 
where where wow. he where he winds up in a prison along with an egg that hatches into the shape-shifting monster that is Pommy. And uh <laughs> Good Lord. they they set off to escape from the the prison cell and defeat the BHB army. I do not know what BHB stands for, please do not ask. Every single plot that you give us sounds like a mad lib. Like yep. every <laughs> sentence yeah. is a mad lib. Yeah, the lore is insane. It's it's very much like we we have the framework for a Bomberman game. Yep. How can we make a story that uses the buzzwords of 1999 this yeah. time as opposed yeah. to 1997 last what time? Is, what is hip now and how yeah. do we cram that in? Um, Kyle, trivia for you. In 1998 game, what game was super popular that was released for the Game Boy? Uh, Pokemon. That's right. So in 1999, we've got Pokemon, or, nope, Bomberman Max. <laughs> now, the reason I say that is because, guess what? There was not one, but two versions of Bomberman Max. We have Bomberman Blue and Max Red. Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, because I was getting, I was starting to get, like, uh, game review magazines, and I think, mm. and I remember reading yep. a, a review that's like, they did this dumb thing for for some dumb reason. They sure Guess did. why? Now, why yeah. do you think they have two versions? Um, because Pokemon had two versions, and Pokemon sell, sold about one bajillion copies. That's right. <laughs> so, Bomberman Max has uh, their its core mechanic of the game is to capture and collect uh, creatures called Cherubombs, which no. are small animals that can be used to battle each other. And wow! So each of the two versions had different chair bombs. How wasn't the biggest lawsuit ever to be launched? Why didn't that happen here? Yeah, that's dumb and bad. However, <laughs> the name chair bombs is pretty good for a bomb themed yeah, baby. Chair bombs is good. Is um, Todd, to answer your questions. There have Pokemon over the years has tried and failed to copyright the mm. idea of a of capturing collectible monsters. Um, but they this one just copyright. seems so on the nose. Maybe maybe lawsuits hadn't been invented in 1999. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't sue anybody before 2000. I'm pretty yeah. sure Pokemon wasn't the first one to do that either. It, it wasn't. Sure. They can you can copyright the designs, but you can't copyright yeah. collectible monsters with two different versions of the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, the story here is that Doctor Ein sends Bomberman and Max. So it should, I should note Max is an important character. Max comes back again and again. This is like if if Black Bomberman is Proto Man, Max is Zero. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so Bomberman and Max are sent to Future Star to investigate a supercomputer that has been taken over by an alien shadow named Brain. <laughs> Okay. Um, also, I kept typing "alien shadow named Brian." So, <laughs> in my head canon. How I chose to read it as well, mm-hmm. and how I will continue my, to think of my it. My head canon is that the big bad of Bomberman Bax's name is Brian. Um, so I mentioned the Dreamcast. So the, the only Dreamcast game uh, released in 2001 called Bomberman Online. Again. Um, was this the only one? Yes, this was the only Dreamcast game. Just double-checking my notes. Weirdly enough, a North American exclusive that was developed by Hudson Soft. Um, even despite the fact that it was made for the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, so like the Saturn game, uh, this supported... This was the second game to support online play. Um, this supported up to eight players over broadband. And this was using the Dreamcasts, as we talked about, the Dreamcast broadband capabilities. Um, the story, 
Bomberman, champion of Planet Bomber, is competing in the Quadrennial Bomb Olympics. <laughs> wow. My That's God. It. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we've got Bomberman 64. Now you may ask, hey, we, didn't we just talk about Bomberman 64? Well, we sure did. Bomberman 64 is completely unrelated to Bomber, Bomberman 64 that came out in 97. This is a Japanese exclusive. Because I remember, if I remember, I told you Bomberman 64 in Japan was Baku Bomberman. This is oh, Bomberman okay. 64, Japan only. Uh, this is just a normal ass Bomberman game. That's it. This is where, so this is the point at which we're just gonna, we're just getting normal Bomberman games. Like they stop fucking with the formula and they're just like, yeah. it's Bomberman, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, got it. Uh, so we've got the GameCube era. Bomberman Generation is the first to come out for the GameCube. Uh, there's a couple ge- uh, GameCube games. We're gonna glaze over. Bomberman Jetters because that's related to the anime. So we'll come back to that. So for now, Bomberman Generation, first GameCube game, successor to Bomberman 64. This actually was the this brought back the free roaming 3D environments. Um, I think I rented the, this. Okay. This is the last that would have done this. So um this game I think was considered to be pretty decent. Um I didn't play much of it. I remember that, but we rented enough. it. The story here, uh, this is where things start to line up with the anime. Um, Dr. Ein, who you remember, uh, he sends out a freighter to salvage the six magical bomb elements, whatever. Um, the freighter is intercepted by the Hige Hige bandits led by Mujo. The Hige Hige bandits come back again and again. They're like the Team Rocket of Bomberman. And they, are, they, make a, they play a big part in the anime as well, which came out around this time. Um. Bomberman, going back to the Game Boy era, uh, we've got Bomberman Max 2 that comes out for the GBA. Uh, this was 2002. Um, so we've got Bomberman Max red and blue versions that came out for Game Boy Color. Now we've got Bomberman Max 2 red and blue <laughs> versions that come out for the Game Boy Advance. Sure. Fine. Um, yeah. Mujo and the Hige Hige Bandits come back here. Um, <clears throat> we've got Bomberman Online that uh, is released for PCs uh, exclusively to Japan, South Korea, Macau, and Taiwan. And this was a multiplayer-only Bomberman game. Um, the following year, Net Day Bomberman, which was another online-only multiplayer game that came out just in Japan. Um, <clears throat> Bomberman released for the Nintendo DS in 2005, the second major remake of the original updated arts and graphics, and, wait for it, touch controls. Ooh. Oh. Um, I should note, this is 2005. This was the first game to be published by Konami after they, uh, fully, they were uh, full, full stakeholders or majority stakeholders of Hudson. So, All right. Bomberman Act Zero. Yeah, released I want to hear in, about this one because yeah, I know it's it. <laughs> Released in 2006. Uh, flip to Image 12, if you will. Oh, Please boy. Do. Oh my Cut, god. Watch, yeah, Cut watch yourself on that, on that edge. Uh huh. So this is the your grip. Sh- this is the Shadow the Hedgehog of the series. <laughs> uh, for those of you not looking at the image, Bomberman Act Zero was intended to be a gritty reboot of Bomberman. So, the kind of thing that only debate this could make up. Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. So if you're yeah. not looking at it, um, imagine. It's mostly just like an edgier Iron Man design. Yeah. With Bomberman. With Bomberman, but not cute cartoon Bomberman. It's alien. Yeah. Like alien. 
it, um, font it, Bomberman. It, it, it kind of looks like if really you put, boring. Yeah, it kind of looks like if you put like Valdo in the Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't want this one line on the back of the case that is also in can the you, image. Can you read it for us, Matt? Please? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do do you want the top? I want it all. Or, give, all right. it, give it. Give it both. Bomberman is back with a new design and a new world. This is Bomberman Act Zero. What lies beyond the frenzy of battle? The light of hope or the dark land of despair? <laughs> Fuck off. And the, what yeah, in and the it, world? Yeah. The name Bomberman can't work with anything except the cute, mm-hmm. like, chibi-eyed Bomberman that has existed for... yeah two decades at this point this game did not do well no so you don't say so slapping it on like what's supposed to be a gritty realistic Mm -hmm. space caper is just awful um so interestingly enough hudson soft also created fusion frenzy which you may remember that game (laughs) you may remember was an x it was a was a 360 launch title no it's an xbox Xbox. original xbox original launch title yeah um so they used a lot of the fusion frenzy assets to create this Uh, Um, it looks exactly like fusion frenzy i'm looking at the gameplay pictures yep yeah. Um, this was a surprise not released in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got three games, three Bomberman games that are exclusive to us, baby. Uh, the first is Vulgar Billy West. The second is a failed Dreamcast multiplayer game. And this is the third one. Man, good, I good things come in threes. If if you mm-hmm. ever listener, if you listener are out in the world and you find yourself a character made in another country and someone says, well, this is the version of that character from another country, but this one was only released in America. You run the other way. It's the bad version. You don't need it. <laughs> uh, that same year, 2006, Bomberman is released for the PSP. Um, this, is a, this is not a re-release of the original. This is just a new game. It's just Bomberman on PSP. Uh, the story is Bomberman is chasing down Gura. That's all I got from the wiki. So that's what it is. I want to... I thought about this in the DS one, and I think it bears coming up in the PSP one. Part of how I think Bomberman clung to relevancy so long is that the formula doesn't change often. So when you get yeah. these new like handheld titles where the processing isn't out of this world, you can just port it early on to, in the system's life cycle to that system, and then like a parent who might re- recognize Bomberman from again 20 years ago mm-hmm. will just buy it and it doesn't have to be good because it's only one of 20 games for that yeah. system at the time. I th- um, Kyle put this, I'm going to quote you, Kyle. Um, you put this really well in our group chat offline, but I think that Bomberman was trying to go for Mega Man and yeah. they, I do not think that it succeeded in that. Mm-mm. It may have in Japan. I mean, that's a that's you know not a fair argument, but I think at a certain point they just realized it was more like Tetris, and instead of like doing all these crazy characters and trying all these new things, it was like you know what? No, it's just Bomberman, and and this is specifically the point where I don't think outside of the spinoffs, I don't think we're gonna see. Yeah, it's just multiplayer Bomberman games. Like the story mode might be there, but it's like Call of Duty. It's just there because they had the assets. And it's yeah. a it's another case too, and this happens I think a lot, where like it's not as hard for something to be very successful in Japan 
because Japan's a small island with much fewer people than the rest of the world. And then they try and, you know, ship it out to the rest of the world and it just doesn't take because it's mm -hmm. not as localized. Well, mobile and, and mobile games are different. I mean, di consoles sell different out there. The yeah. People are interested mm -hmm. in different things. People like aesthetic as a bigger deal or like cutesy aesthetic is a bigger deal yeah. in Japan. So that sells better. And, and uh, multiplayer games, not in the way that we play multiplayer games, but like four player couch co-op multiplayer games are a bigger deal in Japan because people live together. Yeah. People live together mm -hmm. or ride the bus mm -hmm. together. Like that's yep. the big, like why half the DS functions don't work in the yep. U S because you, you ride a train, the same train as 10 other DSs every day. Exactly. You don't do that in America. Yeah. Unless you live in New York. Unless you live um, in New York. Unless you live in New York. Uh, cool. So we've got a, just a couple more mainline titles here. We've got Bomberman Live, released for the Xbox 360 in 2007. Uh, just a multiplayer online battler. And there's a lot of these. And I think in, in these did very well. Um, online serves Bomberman pretty well. Again, just mm -hmm. like your Calls of Duty. Uh, Bomberman Blast, released for the Wii. Similarly, multiplayer online only. Um, Custom Battle Bomberman released for the DS only in Japan and EU uh, released as Bomberman 2 in the EU which is weird uh, this is the cyberpunk one we did an oh. Indiana Jones <laughs> now we have now to we do, do a, a cyberpunk, cyber cyberpunk one yep the story yeah, is sense. the of course right the story is the highly technological grid city is overrun with hackers <laughs> the, the city is completely vulnerable while soldiers run amok White Bomber logs himself in to fight off the virus. How long until we or get the whatever. steampunk one? There's Which, not one yet, but we've this got is, a fantasy one that's coming. This is some years after Mega Man did the, like, battle log in, in yeah. the Battle Network, yeah. and they just just copied that yep. and did it worse. Yep, that's Bomberman, Bomberman, baby. Uh, <laughs> Bomberman... Bomberman Ultra released for the PS3 in 2009. Uh, just the version of Live that came out two, year, two years later made available for PS3. Fine. Um, Bomberman Blitz was a DSiWare game, if you remember DSiWare. I don't. Mm -mm. Uh, it was the WiiWare version of DS. Um, it was really small. It wasn't big, highly used. I think the most popular DSiWare, I think, was uh, Final Fantasy IV The After Years, maybe? Yeah. Wow. It was... It, that's a different i'm speaking a different language i know yeah in, bet in, bet in between the ds and the 3ds there was the dsi and the big mm -hmm. selling point was that it they nintendo then also launched like the e-store the, yep. the thank you not called the e-store at the time so i'm assuming this means it was only available as a digital download for the yes. dsi yes it was a, it was okay. the precursor precursor to the ds store or the 3ds yeah uh, eShop. Huh. Um, this was just the repackaged multiplayer mode from the cyberpunk one. Uh, all right. And then we just got two more mainline games. Bomberman Live colon Battlefest, which was released. It was this was the sequel to Bomberman Live just released for the Xbox 360. Uh, uh, the last one to be published by Hudson Soft. This is 2010. So, um, so as it stands today, the last Bomberman game in existence, last official Bomberman game is in existence, is Super Bomberman R. This is released. This is the current gen version of Bomberman, released in 2017. So if you're doing the math, not a single Bomberman game released after 2010 until 
the a, current a gen or seven I, year hiatus yep. for Bomberman. So each so now each generation has its own Bomberman. So this is just the the PS4, Switch, Xbox One generation of Bomberman. Again, the the last remaining official Bomberman game. Um the story here is uh Bagura Burger's back, baby. Um this time he's called Emperor Bugger. So there you go. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. He's awakened the wait for it. Five dastardly bombers, remember them? Wow, so they, yeah. They got a rehaul and then uses them to take control of the planets of the starry sky system. Um, so Bomberman takes the other color, colored Bomberman, Bombermen, uh, retconning them as the Bomberman bros to take out Bagura and his bombers. So that's what you know today as the red, blue, green, yellow, pink, aqua, purple Bombermen. Um, even though they're all called brothers, two of them are female. So <laughs> whatever. Fuck you, Bomberman. Uh, this one is is funny. This one had like a huge DLC uh, con- uh, thing as well. Um, there's like a ton of different collabs that went in. So there's like a Castlevania Bomberman. There's a there's a bunch of there's a Master Chief Bomberman, a Grunt and Arbiter Bomberman. What? Um, yeah, there's <laughs> wow. like a bunch of different. There's like a Dante Bomberman. Just like any collab. I think there was a pyramid head bomberman. Like this game just did a bunch of collabs. It was like whatever. Uh, we'll we'll give give us all your assets. I'm still hung up on Emperor Bugger because <laughs> of what because buggery in in British slang is is something you don't want in your bomberman game at all. It's, Emperor it's Bugger slang, is definitely it's slang for anal sex. It, it's definitely not racist, but it certainly sounds racist. They had a Simon Belmont bomber. Sure, oh. why not? so that is the official bomberman mainline series um any questions why yeah i was also gonna say why um we're gonna take a quick break but i want to leave you with a really important quote and i think this is like really just sums up to me what bomberman mean what bomberman means as a franchise and as an idea the power of a bomb does not lie in the bomb itself. It lies within your heart. And with that, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Bomberman. We've got the anime. We've got Pachinko. We've got party games. And we've got go-karting. Stick around. We've also got a Ding Dang Patreon where you can get yourself some Ding Dang perks like access to our Ding Dang Discord, regular Ding Dang bonus content, weekly Ding Dang live recordings of our second show, The Ploose is Loose, and even the opportunity to commission your own Ding Dang flavor text. You can join up for as low as two Ding Dang dollars, so make sure to tell all your Ding Dang friends. Welcome back. We are talking about Bomberman. Uh, so we just finished the main series titles. Now we're going to talk about the anime series that came out in 2002, and then we'll finish up with talking about some fun spinoffs because every good franchise has to have a good cart racer, right? <laughs> That's the sign of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So let's talk about the anime series. It's called Bomberman Jetters. Uh, this was, I should know. I'm this sorry, was never on. Bomberman mm-hmm. what? Can you Jetters. S- can you spell mm. that last word for me? J e t t e r s. Um, right. You know, people that like to use jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, sometimes seen written as Z instead of S. Ooh. <laughs> well, it was the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was. Uh, so interestingly enough, I, I do think it's funny that that 
this as old and obviously ubiquitous as this franchise is, this only has one anime adaptation, which again, like Kirby has an anime. Sonic has five cartoons. Mario has a movie. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting that like as big a deal as Bomberman clearly is in Japan, it only has one short run at anime that ran in 2002. Again, um, this is about the time it wasn't an anime, but the Donkey Kong animated yeah. cartoon got put out. Yeah. And again, it's because the Pokemon anime and Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. and Digimon were so ex- successful. Everyone was like, screw it. We got to do we're it. We're gonna we're gonna make an anime too. Yep. Uh, so unlike all of those that that Kyle mentioned, this one was actually never dubbed in English, so it only exists in Japan. Um, you can find I know this because I've done it. You can find uh, fan translations on YouTube. The show is not very good. It's cute. Like to be <laughs> fair, like it's it's cute. It's very cute. Sure. I was entertained. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Bomberman Jetters follows its own storyline. It's not canonical with any of the games, but it does pull in a lot of characters that that you've heard me talk about. Uh, namely, we've got Bagura is the big bad. Uh, Mujo appears at the beginning uh, as part of the Hige Hige bandits. And then um, I didn't mention him, but Dr. Mekado is another one of the... <sighs> whatever. He looks like a fucking Crash Bandicoot villain. He's... Uh, he's um, part of the hige hige bandits. in in this image which one is dr mekado yeah so image thir- Im- image 13 is is a promotional art for bomberman jetters um the top three is your hige hige bandits here so the the top left is uh mujo and then right below him is dr mekado with the with the mustache and yeah, the robot and eye he's like okay. he's like cyborg yeah. yeah. <laughs> um below so the deal with the the synopsis of Bomberman Jetters is um the Jetters is this like kind of like Avengers type group led by a Dr. Ein who you remember as the like the you know the Dr. Light of the whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. They're they're an elite group of space cops. They protect the planets from general criminals. Again, this is Bomberman everything's cute so like the worst thing that happens is that people steal stuff. You know, yeah, they're yeah. like stealing pies and stuff. Yeah, they're they're, they're stealing like our prize diamond or whatever. Yeah. Like they're yeah. they're right. they're, yeah. they're stealing um what's the word we use all the time? The MacGuffins. The MacGuffin? They're stealing the, MacGuffins. Like they're just yeah. MacGuffin bandits. Yeah. Um so among the Jetters is the hero Mighty, who is an accredited Bomberman from Planet Bomber because apparently being a Bomberman has a series of licenses. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're working with explosives. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. he had to visit a notary to get yeah. that title, Andrew. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It requires a lot of training and a Class C license. <laughs> um, Mighty goes missing one day and his rookie little brother, just named White Bomber, um, attempts to step up and take his place. So White Bomber is, is the Bomberman. Um, the Hige Hige bandits have arrived and are making trouble trying to steal important items throughout the planet. And that's all I know about the story because I only watched the first two episodes. Um, it should be noted. It's really fun. Uh, the only notable part of the first episode is when they introduce Mujo, the Hulk Hogan character, the Seinfeld theme just plays like straight up. <laughs> what? The Seinfeld oh, oh, oh. theme plays. Wow. Yep. yep. And it's just like Mujo. He looks like Hulk Hogan and it's just. <laughs> Um, Andrew, are these the cherubims in the lower left corner? 
Uh, no, actually, good question. Those are the other Jetters. So that's yeah. um, oh, okay. So the one that looks like Falco from Star Fox, his name is mm-hmm. Birdie. <laughs> What's the dumpy platypus um, looking thing? I don't. I didn't get a name for him. The little. I girl, bet I can Google dumpy platypus bomberman and find can, out. Please, do I doubt that. it. Um, and then the little girl, her name is Shout. She's like the leader or whatever. And then um, uh, over to Bomberman's right is Max. You may remember from the yeah. GBA games. Yeah. So he's again, he's your he's your zero. Um, and then uh, we've got his Louie or Rui in this one, who is the the kangaroo, the Yoshi character. Does Max always show up and like save Bomberman's bacon, and then says something mildly insulting to him, and then? flashes his cape I'm, and whisks I'm away vigorously nodding my head yes <laughs> so, so um, i'm guessing he is that is bongo the okay. hairy large-bodied inventor thank you oh sure <laughs> okay i mean unless um, you see something else there that is a jetter who is a hairy large-bodied the, something one, one of the funny things that i could i could glean from watching the first few episodes of the anime is that jetters refers to both the team and the literally the jet engines that are that are can be like swapped out like lego pieces for why, their spaceship why bother naming two things when you can use one name for both things <laughs> right yeah uh all right so as it as it stands there as it as it does happen there were a few games that were based on the anime because of course there were um so you remember I, we talked about bomberman generations for the gamecube a second gamecube game was released called bomberman jetters now, interestingly enough, this was released in the U.S. The anime was never released in the U.S., oh. but this huh. was released in the U.S. Um, it was released in 2002 for the PS2 in Japan and then re-released in 2004 for the GameCube. Um, it was received with lukewarm reception because it is a game based on an anime that never came that never here. came to the States. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it, to be fair, though, it was loosely based on the anime. There's only some major characters. It doesn't really follow the plot. It just uses some of the characters, which you may remember were already pulled from other games. So a lot of people just assume that it was created. It was basically like created with the Generations assets and was supposed to be a sequel to Generations, like Generations 2. But then they were just like, ah, fuck it. Make it Bomberman Jetters. So. I like this little, I'm assuming it's the Jetters symbol that Bomberman's wearing in the image and is in like the title for the, yeah, the, for little the wing. game. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty pretty nice yeah, little that's, bit of logo work that's that's the jetters logo um that's like his pin that he gets um when he become officially becomes a jetter yeah uh all right so then the two other jetters games were japanese exclusives um the B- bomberman jetters colon the legend of bomberman is uh is a standalone game based on mighty's final mission against the higehige bandits so it's kind of like the prequel um this was 2002 and then there's bomberman jetters game collection for the g for the gba in 2003 just mini games. That's it. Sure. Yeah. All right. So the last section we have now is we're going to talk about spinoffs. Now, this is going to be kind of a lightning round because some of these are just games with Bomberman as the as the protagonist. Some of these are just like mini game collections or whatever. Uh, but there are a few standouts and, and a few images. So worth talking about. The first spinoff, we're going to rewind the clock now. So we're no longer going in chronological order. Bomber King, released for the NES uh, in 1987, released as Robo Warrior outside of Japan in 88. Um, this is considered a spinoff because it features, it pulls in elements from both Bomberman and another series known as Blaster Master. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar yep. with Blaster Master. Um, 
considered to be canonical part of the Bomberman franchise. Uh, a couple years later, Bomberman, or sorry, Bomber King colon Scenario 2 was released <laughs> for the Game Boy, um, released as Blaster Master Boy in North America and Blaster Master Jr. in the, in the, in the EU. Um, similar to Bomber King 1, considered part of the canon. Um, Can I add that I thought you said um, Bomber King as in like, scor- then instead of Scenario 2, it was Scorpion King? And I thought you were going to go that direction. You can say it. You can believe that if it, I don't if want it's it. more interesting. I don't want it. Uh, I thought these were fun to talk about. So um, Hudson had Hudson had a really good run in the early 90s with the Turbo Graphics in Japan. And they had a series of an annual uh, event called Super Caravan that was, you know, kind of like their BlizzCon, if you will. Um, so as part of the Super Caravan, uh, they did two promotional versions of Bomberman. So like this is like your your these are like highly, highly sought after versions. They did uh the first one called High 10 Bomberman. They this was this is really cool. Again, this was 1993. So this was a multiplayer older oh Jesus a multiplayer only special event game that allowed for 10 players at one time. 1993. Considered to be the first game ever to be displayed in high definition. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the way that this worked is they basically they custom built two turbo graphics systems. Turbo graphics was just like a you know like a PC, um, and they they ran customized like built it with like from the ground up with custom hardware, and then linked them both together with two five player multi taps, um, and a custom made using a computer system with custom made circuit boards that was able to put out a high definition display, like a 16 by nine high definition resolution display. Like pretty cool. So this Um, was, go ahead, finish up, finish up. I was just going to say the cost to make this was about 200 million yen. Oh my God. What is, what is that for? $2 million. Yeah. In U.S. Okay. dollars. So Yikes. when you when you say this is like a special event game, was this like early esports? Like you showed up somewhere and one could one could argue, yeah. I mean, this was you know this was coming off the success of the Nintendo World Championship. Championships, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So this, but this wasn't something obviously for two million dollars. No one had this in their home. Five, no, five you, of these units were produced. You went and waited in line at at a mall or something somewhere yeah. and, and got your chance to play to maybe beat nine other people at this yeah. game. And then you I had mean, to go back and buy another ticket and wait in line again. If you exactly to try like again. this is okay. like playing Mario on the face of a mountain or whatever. You yeah. Know, like people yeah. talk about. Um, so that was 1983. A year later, uh, they did it again with high 10 Chara bomb Bomberman. I forget the, the whatever the colon chara bomb, um, just the sequel to that. So another another version of that. Uh, Bomberman colon panic bomber was released for the Neo Geo and the Virtual Boy in uh, <laughs> oh ninety four. Yep, ninety four and ninety five respectively. Uh, it's a Puyo Puyo game. There you go. There, we <laughs> yeah. didn't check that box yet. Yeah. Um. Uh, so we got image fourteen. This is Bomber B Domin. Um, which was released for the Super Famicom in 96, another Japanese exclusive. So let me talk about a little bit about B-Dama. This was kind of like Pogs in Japan. There, this mm-hmm. was a, a marble shooting toy that was started in Japan. It, they, you can get them here. They're just not very popular. Yeah, I had one. Did you? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, they look very pretty neat. shiny. Yeah, yeah, they look pretty cool. Um, so this is just like a puzzle game, uh, but you could get like a little like exclusive Bomberman B Dama, which is like kind of neat. Oh, okay. Um, this was Jap- Japan only. Um, Pocket Bomberman was released for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color uh, in '97 in Japan, '98 in America. Um, this was a- another. I'm calling this a spinoff. Um, unlike Bomberman Quest or, or sorry, Bomberman 64, this was a compl- this was a complete rehaul. So this is not a Bomberman like a Bomberman traditional game. This was a uh, an action platformer. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, very much like it looks like um, Link's Awakening. Huh. If you play that, like it looks yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Link's Awakening. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's also got it, it carries the fantasy aesthetic. So it's, you know, kind of like how that one game was just Indiana Jones. This is just like the fantasy world. So Bomberman okay. has a little sword. Um, <laughs> a, the, yeah, sure. The, the story is long ago, a terrible monster sealed the sword of the sun um, that is said can only be unsealed by a hero. Bomberman is that hero. And uh, per my notes, Bomberman is, for whatever reason, that hero. Collect five power stones to do the thing, yada, yada, yada. It's cool. Bomberman does The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the follow-up to that was Bomberman Quest, released a year later. Um, this is uh, similarly plays like Link's, looks like Link's Awakening. So, I'm sorry. The Pocket Bomberman was a 2D platformer. This mm. one was a an over... a, a bird's eye view or aerial view oh, okay. a la Link's Awakening. Got it. So okay. Pocket Pocket Bomberman was more like Kirby's dream dreamland or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um the story here, Bomberman's ship is attacked by four mysterious lights, which leads him to crash land on a planet where his four engines are then stolen. That therefore he must recap recapture the monsters that he was carrying in his ship and recover those four engines from the four commanders. God, who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, Bomberman Wars was released for the PlayStation and Sega Saturn in 98. Uh, it's a tactical RPG. It's just like Final Fantasy Tactics. It looks um, like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is image. I did not give this a number, so sorry. 15. I kind the, of remember this one, too. Kind um, of. Yeah, I mean, you know. This, well, this was a Japan exclusive, so you might not. Oh, you might, maybe you may not. be thinking of just Final Fantasy I Tactics. I just might be thinking Final Fantasy Tactics. Then. Never mind. But, I mean, it, again, it's just like the same fucking game. Um, all right, so then... Uh, you were you were waiting for it. We've got it. Bomberman Fantasy Race for the PlayStation <laughs> and Sega Saturn. Do you guys want to guess what Fantasy Race is? It's Kart Racer. It's Kart, it's Kart Racer. Racer. Uh, we've got two more B Domin games. Uh, B- Bomberman B Domin Baku Gaiden colon The Road to Victory, <laughs> and then wow. Bomberman B Domin uh, Baku Gaiden Five colon Final Megatune. Where are the other three? We have one in five. <laughs> or Baku Gaiden V. I guess it's maybe not five. Just Baku oh, okay. Gaiden V. Uh, that was 99 and 2000 exclusively, or respectively, both for the uh, Game Boy Color. Bomberman Land was released for the PlayStation in 2000. Um, and a heavier, just like kart racing, Bomberman also had to jump, jump on the minigame collections train. Um, mm. I should note, though, remember I said way back at the beginning, Hudson Soft was the one who developed the original Mar- Mario Party in 98. So they just, you know, copy, paste, use those assets. Here you go. Bomberman. Nice. Bomberman party. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Bomberman. Uh, there there <laughs> yeah. would be four more Bomberman land games to come. <laughs> wow. uh, 
Bomberman Tournament came out for the GBA in 2001. This is bringing back that Legend of Zelda format from Bomberman Quest. Uh, Bomberman Kart released for PS2 in, in 2001. Uh, and Bomberman Land 2 released for the GameCube and PS2 in 2003. Kart racing, mini games. These are all Japan exclusives. Uh, we've got in 2004 Bomberman Battles slash Bomberman Hardball. It's the sports one. What? <laughs> Good. Uh, Bomberman Land 3 uh, came out in 2005. That's more mini games. And then Bomberman Bakufu Sentai Bomberman released for the PSP. Um, I didn't put an image in here. Because Excuse I, you? Because I think I want the image. this to be the image of the episode. Um, it was a redone version of Bomberman where they're all redesigned to look like Super Sentai. Great. Which you may know in the U.S. as the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, Whoa. 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 I watched yeah. all. I watched all three of us copy and paste that out, yeah. like out of the, our Google Doc to go I'm, look for it. Listeners, I don't have it in our imager file. This will be in the imager file that you see as image sixteen. I promise you. Oh I'm my gonna, goodness. I'm going to write myself a note to put this as image 16. Okay, let's move on. Bomberman Land Touch, released for the Nintendo DS in 2006 and in 2007 in the US. So the first, the fourth of the minigame series, first to be released outside of Japan. You know that because it had touch in the name. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bomberman Story DS was released to the D- for the DS uh, in 2007. This is the sequel to Tournament. Um, I like the story with this one. The Justice Department. Okay. <laughs> hires Bomberman to retrieve scientific data from Professor Zeal and the Lords of the Galaxy. My favorite prog rock band. <laughs> the... Like, why bother having a plot? At that yeah, point, right? like, <laughs> right? Uh, I just how does how does Bomberman come to the top of that list of like, oh no, fine, someone by the title of Lords of the Galaxy have stolen a thing from. We need a guy who throws comically large bombs. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bomberman Land Battles uh, releases for iOS, so the first mobile game in 2007. This is the first mobile game and also the last land game. I take that back. Bomberman Land releases for the PSP <laughs> and both in the for the Wii uh, in 2007 and 2008 in, in the US. Uh, Bomberman Land for the PSP is minigames but portal and Bomberman Land for the Wii is minigames but with waggle tech. Bomberman <laughs> Land Touch 2 releases for the DS in 2007 and 2008 in the US, which is more minigames but with touch tech. I bet this is all around the time that WarioWare was getting that, That's yeah. right where my mind went, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. It, I re- it makes me just want to play the, the Wii WarioWare game yeah, again. Because it's better. Because it's, it's better and, and a lot of fun. Uh, Bomberman Touch, colon, The Legend of the Mystic Bomb, releases for iOS in 2008. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> this is the fourth of our US exclusive games. Um, weirdly enough, bringing back that indie bomber, Indiana Jones motif from, from Bomberman GB2. The right. Legend of the Mystic Bomb is a fucking <laughs> awesome subtitle. <laughs> yeah, so those of you with, uh, with iPhones, you should be able to get The Legend of the Mystic Bomb. So there you go. Well, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. There's no way this 
2008 yeah. game is still in the app store. You shut <laughs> I up. I don't know. I don't have an iPhone, so I can't look it up. Uh, R20 Star Mo Bomberman. My favorite. <laughs> Mo, Mo Bomberman. Mo, Bomberman. Mo problems. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Uh, uh, this released for the iOS in or for iOS in 2008, Japan exclusive. It's a crossover of the R20 Star Mo series. <laughs> I don't know what that is, and don't ask. Um, Bomberman Touch Two colon Volcano Party <laughs> <laughs> released for the iOS for iOS in 2009. Uh, the fifth US exclusive. It's just Bomberman. Uh. The everything else here, so that's the last that is the last of our of our US available games. So if you're looking at the timeline, you may remember there was Bomberman that was released in 2010. These were the Xbox Live multiplayer games. The Bomberland Bomberman Touch 2 Volcano Party released in 2009 for Bomberman for your phone. And then we did not get another Bomberman game until 2017, which was for previous now previous gen consoles which is now the officially the last bomberman game that we've had in the u.s so i've got five more games for you all for mobile devices that were japan exclusives got bomberman chains in 2011 which is just a match three game bomberman dojo which is a normal ass multiplayer bomberman game 100 person battle bomberman Battle Royale Whoa. game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There, there was way be before. Well, this is 2012. Way mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Way before Tetris 99. Um, Bomberman, released for iOS and Android 2014. More Bomberman. And then Tyson Bomberman in 2016. More Bomberman. <laughs> uh, last, the very last image in the Imager library is that of Bomber Girl, which is released which was released for arcade in 2018 it's bomberman just a horny moba bomberman Uh, with waifus when when did the uh the rooster teeth ruby anime show start because wow that's a great question because this is some ruby ass shit uh Uh, before this oh ruby to be fair though ruby is not in japan ruby is an american anime that's fair uh, that came out in 2013. Okay. Um, Ruby, I mean, Ruby is based on waifu shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got. So that's Bomberman. So uh, just again, just to quickly summarize, uh, you know, Hudson, Hudson was complete. Hudson does not exist anymore. Uh, basically, like with the fall of Hudson, kind of went Bomberman. So, you know, the, the, the current future, the future of the Bomberman series is pretty much unknown at this point there have been a few canceled games a few rumored bomberman games but it's looking like for the foreseeable future super bomberman r is probably the last bomberman game that we will get excluding like you know phone ports and things like that phone ports you know dig through the easter eggs and super smash brothers i'm sure Mm -hmm. you can play or Mm -hmm. like simple bomberman yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's going to do it. Uh, closing thoughts, guys, questions, comments, concerns. We've got a I'm, picture of Bomber Girl here. So I'm I'm really mad mm-hmm. at whoever put that picture of Bomber Girl in our notes. Um, I accidentally found it and you needed to see it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. We didn't, but thank you. 
I'm a little bummed there's not like an overarching like theme to Bomberman aside mm-hmm. from like <laughs> he is a man who bombs. Yeah, um, he's a man who bombs. Um, he never but, got a mouth. That's yeah, yeah. I'm as disappointed as I am that there's not an overarching theme. I'm more happy that they left behind that he was a hell slave that was yeah. for, that was trying to escape layers of hell to bomb our world and to become human. Yeah, so, <laughs> to, de- to Detroit become human. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take I'll take what we have here. Yeah, I agree with Todd. Like, I wish that there was a little bit more to the 81 games of Bomberman or even that they had kept a consistent like backstory that like every story ties back to or even tried to that got abandoned at one point. Like they didn't even try. Yeah. Just... yeah. And I get that it couldn't be the, the, the bomb slave thing. Like that wasn't going to fly for mm-hmm. very long, but like there are 81 games. If you would have picked a theme around game 20, no one would have considered the first yeah. 19. It's okay. Yeah. Um, also Bomberman Act Zero is my new favorite Bomberman game. Else. <laughs> that game has like a eight on Metacritic. <laughs> oh, of course it does. You can watch Matt stream Bomberman Zero on Twitch at 3 a.m. <laughs> Wednesday yeah, morning. Yeah, the next time I find it in the dollar bin, I'm gonna grab it. Yucky. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Did Kyle, did you have any parting nope, thoughts? I have nothing to add. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for, for listening in and, and listening to this ins- absolute insanity. Uh, you, too, can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. And I'm going to pitch this once more. If you want to commission your own flavor text and force one of us to learn the lore between 81 other different games of a different series... Um, I should note that there are 100 Sonic games. Then check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash debate this cast. And if $50 is too big a commitment, consider instead uh, kicking us five bucks a month to get access to our premium feed through which you'll be able to download all current and past episodes of The Office Drones, which is our D&D real play podcast featuring actual office workers in a fantasy setting. And I believe after this release, we will have released our multi-class episode, which includes cryptocurrency and time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get on that, check it out. Um, until next time, I am Andrew Henderson. I am Kyle. Ask not for who the bomber man bombs. He bombs for thee, Harper. I'm Todd. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. <laughs> I slam in the back of my Bagura, Thomas. And I'm Matt, your ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-